Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy whatever day you're listening to this on. So I am currently sitting in my car. This is like a throwback to that episode that I did sitting in the car, breastfeeding the baby. Um, I think at the time I just had King when I was doing that episode and I was in my car. No, I had Empire too. Um, I was breastfeeding Empire and I was just sitting in the car recording podcast episodes waiting for my husband and King to come out of the doctor's office. And so anyway, I'm just sitting here like having many flashbacks flashbacks of that and I just recently drove like five hours not like I literally drove five hours to speak at this conference that I'm really excited about speaking at Um, but I was in the car and I had this thought of I should do a podcast episode sharing things that aren't working right now and how I'm overcoming it and I don't know why I'm sharing this except for the fact that I would really love for more people to share things like this so that we can see what your CEO process is or how like what your thought process is as a business owner like not thinking about things from an emotional standpoint but really like what's going on in the business what's not working and what are you doing to overcome that so I'm gonna kick this off and share three things right now that aren't working for me and how I am overcoming it in hopes that maybe it encourages you or just shows you like things that you can think about, things that you can also do. So the first thing that has not been working for me, and this hasn't been working for me for a while now, um, it's probably been a year, a little bit less than a year that it hasn't been working for me, but it has been my offer results. Now, this is something that I feel like people don't talk a lot about. People don't talk a lot about the fact that it takes a lot of work to keep a program or to keep an offer updated and consistently getting results. And I've, I found myself, so I, I, um, you know, I don't, I guess, prescribe or ascribe, whatever, whatever the word is, but I don't like hold myself to uh, a certain like industry standard is this. I truly believe that you have to set your own number in terms of what is your success rate? Like, what do you want your success rate to be? And so for the longest time, my success rate was anywhere from like 80% to like 90%. Uh, I would love to have 100% success rate, but like, you know, I don't know if that's actually a realistic thing to to have because I mean, life be life for people. So it's okay that there might be like a few people that don't get results. But last year, I found myself in a situation where people were getting micro results, which is a great thing. I love my micro results. I love, you know, having, uh, you know, mindset transformations and things like that. But I was having less clients get the actual program promise offer result. And I found that honestly, it was simply because, well, it was, it, there were several different issues, but I found one, uh, you know, I was just having a hard time keeping up with updating my curriculum. If you listen to podcast episodes, you would hear me saying constantly, I'm updating the curriculum, I'm updating this, I'm updating that. And it's because as a mom, like it just takes time to update your curriculum. And by the time I would update one piece, you know, something else was like grossly outdated and then I have to go and work on that. And, you know, you're just bouncing between all these things. And it does a lot of work to keep these things updated. So that was thing number one. But then thing number two is I just came to the conclusion and it took me some time, but I came to the conclusion that the offer and the results or sorry, the program promise that I had for it, they were not quite aligned. So 
while at the time my program promise was all around, you know, oh, at one point it was like five, uh, 5k months. Um, at another time it was, you know, five figure launches, right? Like I had like all these different promises at different times and though it was accurate, right? My program definitely did help with those things and people did get the results. So when I say offer results, I'm saying like, instead of me hitting 80%, I was hitting like 70%. So, I mean, for some people they're like, girl, that's fine. But like, for me, that wasn't okay. Like I had a standard of 80%. I wasn't hitting that standard. And so that just didn't feel good to me. Right. So I wasn't, it, it for me, it just didn't feel like it was working right for the business. When I'm looking at things from a standpoint of, am I getting the testimonials and reviews that I want to get? No, I was not getting those things. And if I don't get that, if I don't get feedback and testimonials and reviews and all that kind of stuff uh, saying that people are getting the result, then ultimately I can't sell the program because I don't have feedback and like real proof that these things are working. And I found myself also in a situation, um, especially last year, where I found myself doing more one-on-one -on -one coaching to get people to that result. And it was simply because people were struggling with the implementation, right? People were struggling with the execution. So I it, it clicked for me like, you know what? People are not struggling with the strategy. The strategy is not the hard part. People aren't missing out on the strategy or the education on the strategy. People need help with actually, and not people, my moms, my shmoney mamas, they needed help with the actual execution and implementation. And that's what made me think, you know what? I'm going to shift this offer. Like instead of me trying to offer a coaching program just like everybody else has a coaching program like you know instead of me continuing to sell the same thing that I've been selling for you know two years I'm gonna switch it up and I'm gonna focus on the end result that I actually want people to get and so for me the end result that I want people to get is that consistency muscle to be able to problem solve in their business to be able to make connections make friendships to get more visibility to to really understand the strategy of lead generation to understand the strategy of the sales process right I want you to have all those tools and to be able to act upon those tools and in order to do that i had to shift the offer so while my offer results was the thing that wasn't working my shift or my solution to that was okay i'm gonna shift back to a membership model and by shifting back to this membership model my intention is that one i'm going to be able to provide more tools more resources but two i'm going to be able to provide more access to things that moms actually need in order to build a successful business right so it's not enough to talk about visibility without creating opportunities for visibility without creating opportunities for pr so coming up in the membership not only are we going to be focused on you know what are your visibility strategies but also creating our own um, visibility strategy or visibility opportunities our own PR opportunities so there's going to be opportunities for people to come on the podcast uh, I'm going to be featuring people on the moms do business different website uh, on our social media on our email list or to our email list right but then also put doing things like group bundles uh group summits like collaborations within the community and then also fostering relationships like making sure that there are opportunities for people to network and create you know introductions and different things like that in the future where i we i for as of right now um am planning to do just a lot of different um i, I don't want to spoil it i might as well because i'm i can just get ahead of myself but there are going to be a lot more things that are going to be happening that will promote uh more community but more importantly give people the opportunities they actually need right and especially as moms sometimes we just need someone to throw us a freaking bone right like just throw me a bone and let me be part of your summit let me be part of your 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 podcast like interview me on your podcast let me 
you know, do a guest blog post or something so that I can get my foot in the door and get in front of more people. And so that's what the membership is going to shift into doing. So it's not going to be just about learning the strategy. While yes, the strategy is important. It's also going to be, okay, now that you know the strategy, here are the tools, the resources, the things that you need in order to actually execute and implement what you've learned so that you can actually see those results. And that's how I'm going to solve for that X, right? For that, that problem. So that is thing number one. Thing number two. So after my offer results is I have just been really struggling or just something that's not working for me is my content consistency, but specifically when it comes to lead generation via my content. Now, that is so crazy to say because I I mean, not to toot my own horn, but baby, I am a content queen, okay? And I also, over the years, have gotten really good at creating content that just, it generates leads without me even trying, honey. Like, I'm just like, whoo, okay, let's slow this down. But in the last couple of months, and I do know that there are several different reasons that this is happening, so I've also examined that. But I did notice that I was struggling with being consistent with my content, especially last year. There were just like, I think I took a whole month off. Like there were just different things that I was doing last year. And so I was struggling with that. And so because of that, it was leading to like, I would see the results of me not having leads generated. And so what I decided to do is I was like, okay, I have to figure out a way to not be the bottleneck and to not um, put myself in a position where content wasn't going out and therefore my lead well would dry up. So my solution for this is that I'm going to lean into the podcast more and I'm going to lean into my funnels. So I've been spending a lot, a lot of time really focusing on creating email funnels um, and creating funnels that go from any piece of content to my email list. So at bare minimum, right, because we know we're all about the bare minimum business strategy at bare minimum, I can just focus on the podcast and my email, right, the podcast and the funnels. And so you know, as much as I love social media and I will never diss social media, I will never, you know, I, well, I, I'm not going to say never. I hope that I, I don't leave social media or, you know, make this mass exodus from social media or whatever. But I do know that in this season of life, I am making a business decision to really lean more into the podcast, building up my funnels, and then I will circle back in with social media. That being said, you know how I get. Sometimes I get my little content mood, my little content frenzy, and baby, I be posting like 50 times a day on Instagram. And that's cool, right? But I do know that right now, in order for me to con- like to get my lead generation consistent and where I need it to be, I want to um, not pull back from social, but I want to like make a little sidestep and really make sure that I'm focused on the podcast and making sure that my podcast is generating leads, right? That I'm, you know, putting in whatever my lead magnet is, or I'm, you know, plugging that I have a weekly newsletter or plugging like, hey, this is how you can connect more with more with me, you know, doing challenges or whatever to get people to my email list. But most importantly, when they're in my email list, get them into my funnel because my funnel is what's going to sell. Because now that the membership is, you know, definitely a lower ticket offer or a low ticket offer, uh, you know, I don't have to do as much to necessarily nurture the lead. And what I mean by this is with a high ticket offer, you spend a lot more time in that nurture phase uh, of your clients. So when you have a higher ticket offer, 
a lot of times people are going to be in the DMs with you. People are going to be watching your stories. They're going to be commenting on your stuff. Like they're going to be doing all that. But with the Lord's secret offer, people are more likely to, you know, see your offer and just jump in it, right? Because they feel, felt nurtured by a couple of emails or they really liked your, your lead magnets. So they're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm all in, right? So it's going to be a quicker cycle. So now I'm thinking to myself like, okay, strategically speaking, if I want to pull back from doing the social and I want to make sure that I'm being consistent in my content, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump over and really focus on the podcast and um, leading people into my funnels. So that's going to be the thing there. And then the third thing that hasn't been working, I'm, I'm going to jump to the next thing because uh, this guy is looking at me because I'm sitting in front of the house and I don't think I should be here. Um, well, I should be here, but we're not supposed to check in yet. So anyway, it's a whole thing. Anyway, the third thing that is not working right now and how I'm overcoming it is my goal setting. Now, we are currently in February and, you know, everybody did their like New Year's resolutions. And, you know, I, I try not to like go down like these rabbit holes of like, oh, you know, your body, like the way that we, you know, work and evolve, like people are saying things like, you should set goals in the spring and a part of me agrees with that but then another part of me is like yeah but like the calendar starts in January so let's start in January I'm not gonna like get myself in a tizzy about this but what I will say is that for the last year maybe even two years goal setting has just been a thing that has not been working for me I'm not gonna say that every goal I set I failed at but I will say that like your girl is struggling to like hit goals um I tried to do the 12 week year I've done the 12 week year like five times now and this time I am just like struggling miserably. Like I am nowhere near my goals. I'm not hitting any of my weekly metrics. And I've come to the conclusion that I'm in a season season of I know that I am over goaling. So I'm setting entirely too many goals. And because of that, it's leading to... I'm not going to say analysis paralysis because I don't think that that's what the thing is. I think that what's happening is just... I don't actually have the time to do these things, right? Like there's no actual time for me to do these things. So how am I overcoming the goal setting thing? Because this can be really tricky when it comes to like setting goals for maybe a launch, right? So I talked about in my recap of last year, how, you know, I had a lot of flopped launches and stuff like that. So how this is looking this year, and it's like, girl, okay, you already knew this, like you already knew this, but you know, sometimes I'm hard headed and I just like be doing my own thing, but I am again going to intentionally choose to choose this year as a year where I am not going to set any hard fast um, goals now I do have some intentions I do have some things that I you know hope to do or you know um some things that I want to accomplish or some things I'm going to focus on like I said I'm going to focus on the podcast I'm going to focus on my funnels things like that but the hard goal of like oh you know I want to make this dollar amount by this time or I want to you know launch this specific program I am going to ditch that this year uh and I'm going to intentionally ditch it I ditched it last year as well and it worked out wonderfully 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 I don't know how you say that word anyway it worked out good for me um and so I'm going to do that again this year and I'm just going to let goals be what they're going to so I don't know what the last thing I was saying because somebody called me and then I got started talking and y'all know how I do. But anyway, so the last thing I want to say, uh, oh, wait, I think I was talking about goal setting. Goal setting has just not been a thing for me right now. And you know what? I am in a season of life where I am super happy with accomplishing whatever I accomplish. And so I have decided that, and I don't know if this is like really uh, the best CEO insight in the world, but I've just decided that like, it's okay to just be okay with where you are and I'm really okay with where I am and I am open to 
anything, right? I'm open to doing more. I'm open to doing less. Um, the only thing I'm not open to, which I've already talked about this before, but I'm just not open to compromising what I am valuing and prioritizing right now. So, uh, you know, I am open to doing more, but not if it requires me to spend less time with my family. So like, for example, at first I had, I set a goal of, I wanted to speak at um, I wanted to speak at like seven. I know. I think it was. Yeah, it was seven because I like number seven. So um, I wanted to speak at seven events or conferences this year. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, that's seven days minimum away from the kids. Not to mention a lot of these things, you know, yes, a lot of stuff happens in Atlanta, but I don't actually get invited to speak at things that happen here in Atlanta. Like I, I'm always sent somewhere else. Florida. I mean, currently I'm in Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, uh, North Carolina. Like I'm always sent like all these random places. So that's going to be mandatory like two or three days away from the kids and so when you add that up that's like seven events that's 21 days I'm just not interested like I'm not interested in doing all that so I'm open to doing speaking engagements but I'm only open to it if it's not going to be something that like oh like I'm gonna hold myself to doing seven and so in order for me to do seven you know I, I, I just have a whole thought process on this, right? So it's not that I'm not open to doing these things, but I'm being a lot more ruthless, which I talked about in another episode, my last episode. I'm just being more intentional, intentional about being ruthless with my time and ruthless with what I say, yes, I'm going to do and what I'm I'm not going to do. And I think that this is something important to talk about because sometimes we jump on every opportunity. I'm not going to say we, I can jump on a lot of different opportunities and not really weigh out the pros and cons or like the true ROI of me participating in this thing. And so this year, while I'm open to doing more, I'm also being really intentional about is this actually adding value to the business? Is this actually um, a viable or valuable connection for me to make or whatever? And if it's not, then I just back off. Like, I'm just going to leave it alone. And I feel like by giving myself this space of not setting a ton of goals or just saying like, hey, I'm open to speaking this year, but I'm not going to set a hard number of like, oh, I'm going to pitch, you know, this many places so that I can get this many, you know, speaking engagements. Instead, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm open to speaking and whoever invites me to speak, I'll say yes or no and move on kind of situation, which is how I've been doing things. Like I, I've only, um, I've only applied to speak at one event and I'm currently here speaking at it. <laughs> so, um, and I think this is the only event I've ever applied to speak. At. No, I'm sorry. I've, I've applied to speak at two other events. I didn't get, um, I didn't get invited to those two events. Um, but this was like the third place that I, um, had, uh, applied, like people have applications. So I applied to speak at this event and now I'm here speaking at it. Uh, but I don't think I plan to do this again, at least not for this year. Uh, maybe I might apply to speak, apply to speak to or speak at some events for next year, but definitely not for this year because your girl is just trying to coast. And I'm also realizing that because I am a chronic over goaler or like, you know, setting too many goals because of that, it just puts me in a weird predicament with my time. And I think I've said this entirely too many times, but I'm just not willing to be flexible on my time if it requires me to be away from my kids or if it just requires me to maybe sacrifice some of my sleep or some of my time with the kids. It's just, I'm not interested in that right now. And so I feel like by letting go of these goals or letting go of go of goal setting is going to put me in a, a better space. It's also going to put me in a better mental headspace when it comes to maybe launching things or you know, being in a sales period or whatever, because sometimes, and this is just me, I am such a high achiever that if I set a goal and don't hit it, like exactly, 
I, I be wanting to throw the whole business away. Like how I said, one of my other things that wasn't working was like the offer results. My, my baseline number is 80%, but I was getting like 76, 72%. And like when I would do my numbers at the end of the quarter and that was just throwing me out the game. Like I, I just, I just couldn't like it, it was, it was making it to where I didn't want to launch or anything. And then I would go into the next launch and I would just be in such a like, not, yeah, I would be in a low headspace. I'll be in like a low energy of like, ah, oh, man, like, is this what people even want? Blah, blah, blah. Like I would just be saying all these things to myself and I'm like, girl, like you got to get out of that. And so I, for me, not setting goals is going to help that. So if you are the type of person that, you know, as soon as something negative happens or as soon as you don't hit your goal or get what you want, it happens and you like you get thrown out of the game. I want to I want to um, encourage you to try not setting a goal, like just saying, you know what, I'm about to launch this thing, but there is no goal attached to it. Now, that does get a little tricky because like I'm all about numbers and data, but also you can just set some baseline numbers like I, I would set the baseline number of one. <laughs> I know that sounds so crazy, but like my group coaching program, I literally would say like, okay, I just want one person to join with the membership. My baseline number was 10. I was like, okay, 10, like, and I just made the number up. Like it wasn't, it wasn't thought out or anything. I was just like, okay, I want 10 people. So I would use that as my baseline number to set all my numbers to like to do all my data numbers to, and let that be what it's going to be for my group coaching program. I said, I, even though it's a group, I still set it to one because I was like, okay, if I just sign one person, like that's okay. And I would just set all my numbers to that. And that made it to where I could just go into it with some data, but a clear headspace where I wasn't like so tied to the end goal or anything like that, which I have a whole philosophy on that too. But that has been what I have been dealing with. Those are like the three biggest things that I have noticed that I'm making most immediate changes on. And I'm thinking about it from a, a strategic standpoint. And I know the goals one doesn't seem like it's the most strategic thing in the world, but it really is because I actually suspect that the fact that I am not goaling or ungoaling or whatever, I feel like me doing that, I'm going to have such a wildly profitable year because I'm going to be able to be so unattached to the outcome that things are just going to happen because my energy is where it needs to be. And one thing that people... Um, talk about a lot, but I don't think we really drive this point home. Sales is like 80% your energy, right? Like if you go into something with the right energy, if you go into selling or a sales call or talking about your offer or launching your offer in like the highest energy, baby, you gonna sell out. Like you gonna sell out. Like there's strategy. Strategy definitely matters. And like how you're selling and what you do in your sales calls, those things matter. The numbers matter. But 80% of your sales is going to happen because of the energy that you are selling in. So not just what you say, but how you say it, right? If you say it from a place that you're just super excited, you're not trying to push nobody into it. You, you, you just know that you're going to get people a result. Like you can just feel in your bones when you sell from that place. It just like, it becomes so much easier and people are magnetized to that and they want to work with you and be in your energy because of that. So anyway, I'm saying all this to say that I I have a sinking uh, or not a sinking because I think it's a bad thing. I have a 
suspicion or I have a hypothesis. Oh, there we go. Science is K. Um, I have a hypothesis that this year is is probably going to be beyond anything I could have planned or set as a goal because I'm not setting a goal. So I'm really excited to see how all this plays out. And I'm going to take, I'll, I'll share like, you know, maybe quarterly or, you know, maybe like in June or something like that. I'll share like, you know, my findings so far or like how the year goes for me. Um, intentionally not goaling. Last year, I didn't know that I wasn't setting goals until I went the whole year and didn't set a goal. But I also think that last year, you know, I had a, a, you know, not fresh baby, but I had, you know, a relatively small baby. And so, you know, I was like still trying to manage the postpartum fog. Um, so I don't think that I realized I didn't set a goal, but this year we're in February. So now I can really intentionally be like, oh yeah, I'm not setting any goals for this year. Let's see what happens. Like, you know, for all, for all intents and purposes, your girl is winging it. <laughs> JK, there's definitely a strategy here, but you know, we're low-key winging it in terms of really holding ourselves to strict goals and strict guidelines. And I hope that that really encourages you this year to like, maybe just think a little differently about goal setting. Maybe think to yourself like, you know what, maybe my goal is just to show up consistently, right? And that's what I'm, I'm leaning to. I'm leaning to this year, I'm just going to show up consistently, which is why even though content is an area that has not been working for me, I've decided like, okay, I'm really going to like supercharge with the podcast. December really um, encouraged and inspired me to be like, you know what? I can do, you know, three podcasts a week, right? And and it not be stressful. And so this year, I'm really going to try to be committed. And I'm saying try intentionally, um, but I'm going to try to be committed to two episodes a week, right? And so that way, even if my social media content falls, it doesn't matter because like my main, main content is actually the podcast, is the email that comes from the podcast, is the blog post show notes that comes from the podcast. Like that is actually my priority content. And then my um, social media content just really supplements and just adds value to what we're already doing over here on the podcast. Um, but then it's a whole ecosystem, right? So everything is driving people to what my funnel well well look at me little genius okay 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 anyway um I am so curious what you are doing like I'm, I'm so curious of what is not working for you right now and what are you doing to overcome that like how are you thinking this through like strategically how is this working right the the it's so interesting the things that I picked are all relevant to like key core processes in business, right? Lead generation, the content, which is the marketing. And then the goals really is the overarching business strategy, right? And so even though in a weird way, not setting goals, it seems like kind of crazy. It also strategically for me in this season makes a lot of sense because I, I'm in a season that I need to clean up the way that I'm approaching sales. And it's because I've been doing sales for so long. And I was even talking to my husband about this because he's like a sales, prof like Tay's profession is sales. So that's what he's been trained in since he was like 18 years old. So he's really been in this um, industry for a long time. And one thing that we were talking about is just how you can kind of get fatigued when you spend so much time selling and like trying to hit deadlines. And sometimes like the money is just not always, um, not, I'm not going to say exciting enough, but the money is not always um, a good motivator. That's what it is. It's not always a good motivator. So sometimes you have to find a different motivator. And I, I, I'm realizing that like I'm in a season right now that I need a different motivation besides the money. Because when I don't make the money or when I don't hit the goal, now I'm upset. Or now I'm just like, I'm having this whole downward spiral setback or whatever. And I have a process for how I get out of this, but it still sometimes takes me a while to bounce back and recover from all the feelings. So I'm excited about this. This is what I'm doing right now. This is what's not working for me and what I'm going to do going forward. And I would love for you to share with me what's working for you and how you are doing things moving forward. Send me a DM on Instagram at 
at moms do business different or get on my email list so that you can email me back when I send an email about this episode because you should be on my email list like it just it makes sense it just makes a lot of sense okay boo, that's it for this one until next time I will talk to you later darling thank you so much for tuning into this episode I know you loved it so go ahead and leave a five-star review make sure to share this episode and tag me at Moms Do Business Different and at Mrs. K. Hillman so Ayantha knows it's real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.